This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello, welcome to the Snooker Scene Podcast. I'm Dave Hendon. This is an extra special episode in which I'll be reviewing a brand new film, The Edge of Everything, all about Ronnie O'Sullivan. He followed him over the course of several months all the way to winning the 2022 World Championship. There's been a lot of anticipation for this film ever since it was announced it was being made. I think a lot of people became particularly aware of it at the Crucible 18 months ago. And now it is out. It will be in cinemas on the 21st of November, including uh, on that night a Q&A with uh, uh, Ronnie himself, David Beckham, hosted by Alistair Campbell. And uh, it will be on Amazon Prime on Thursday, the 23rd of November, so it is available for everyone to watch there. Um, so there are the, uh, the details you need to know. It will be in certain cinemas. You can see that Q&A as well. And then if you have access to Amazon Prime, it is there from Thursday. So uh, we're not a film review podcast, as you probably, if regular listeners will know. But uh, I have watched it and I will give you now my thoughts on it. The first thing to say is that snooker fans are going to love this. It gives you unparalleled access to the best known name in the game. It takes you behind the scenes on the circuit, but also delves into his inner psyche. The film starts and ends with Ronnie lying on a bed, considering what he's done, what it means, and how it makes him feel. It's a very professional piece of work, directed by Sam Blair for Studio 99. It's cinematic. It has a scope and tone that lifts it above the -the run-of-the-mill sports documentary. And I think one of the most impressive things about it is that it isn't sanitised. So often these types of films are just puff pieces for the subject. But The Edge of Everything captures Ronnie O'Sullivan as he is, for good and bad. You see the funny, charming, slightly mischievous side of him. He can be very engaging, constantly compelling. And you also see a more petulant, entitled side. There's one scene where he's complaining that his friend hasn't got cream for his scone, which is pretty much the embodiment of first world problems. We see early on in the film the way snooker has gained a foothold in British culture in the 1980s when O'Sullivan is growing up. Clips from various television programmes illustrate how it's broken into the mainstream. Storytellers have it in their gift as to where they start and where they end, what they include and what they leave out. This film is one version of one story of his life and career and I think it wisely steers clear of trying to give a definitive account of his playing record. This is aimed, of course, at as wide an audience as possible. So you see him holding various trophies without any real explanation of what they are. It's taken as read that he's been really successful at snooker. Everybody knows that. The real interest lies in how he's done it, given the other side of his life, which has at times been very challenging. Ronnie O'Sullivan grew up the son of Ronnie Senior and Maria. Ronnie Senior was a working-class boy who made fortunes from running Soho sex shops. Young Ronnie grew up around money, which makes him unusual in the snooker world. His dad built a snooker room in their house and arranged for leading players to come and play him. He wanted for nothing, 
and his development as a player was rapid and unprecedented. Then, just at the point where he was ready to take on the professional game, he suffered an unbearable separation when his father was jailed for murder. He won the UK Championship in 1993 and became a huge star at the age of just 17. The spotlight shone brightly, often too brightly, and he struggled to cope. A phrase we hear several times in the film, from Ronnie and others, is self-sabotage. This took the form of drink and drugs, but also in comments he's made and behaviour which has left even ardent fans and close friends perplexed and disappointed. Damien Hirst, the artist and a friend of Ronnie, speaks really well about this compulsion. He says sabotage is the word I use with Ronnie most of all. But for all of that, he became a regular winner and the greatest champion snooker has ever seen. At some point, he had to do the mental work himself to prevent himself from sliding into an abyss. We see him chatting with the sports psychologist, Dr Steve Peters, and you can see the complete respect Ronnie has for him. Their relationship essentially saved his career. We hear from his parents of the regret his father has for the enforced separation, of the regret his mother has for letting Ronnie fly to Thailand for a tournament without telling him of his dad's arrest. He found out instead on the phone, thousands of miles from home. She says Ronnie is too sensitive to be the kind of tough, macho, alpha male associated with his upbringing. That sensitivity, of course, magnifies the difficulty in dealing with all of the turmoil that has come his way. The film is split essentially into three sections. We follow Ronnie to the Scottish Open, albeit played in Clandidno, and then to the Masters. But by far the most interesting is, of course, the section in Sheffield, following him to the capture of a record-equalling seventh world title. And this last hour really is fascinating. We're there with him in the dressing room as he reacts to various positions in the matches, including after Judd Trump comes back to dominate the third session of the world final, where he becomes highly anxious. Dr Peters has to step in to reassure him. This is golden access. Even if he doesn't always come across particularly well, we are given a ringside seat as to how it is to experience the marathon of the mind as not just a player, but the player, the one everyone scrutinises, everyone wants a piece of. Ronnie Wood of the Rolling Stones paraphrases Chekhov as saying anyone can face a crisis, it's the day-to-day that drives you mad. And we see in this crucible section the paradox of Ronnie O'Sullivan's life. He simultaneously wants to be anywhere but Sheffield and nowhere but in the heat of battle at the World Championship. This constant push and pull between wanting out and wanting in is basically the story of his whole career. We hear the set too with referee Olivia Martil, but surprisingly don't have access to the immediate aftermath. What we do hear, though is the full exchange at the end as Ronnie hugs Trump. I won't spoil this for anyone, but it is extraordinary, from both players. Absolute gold, in fact. For all he has claimed to be tortured by snooker, Ronnie has never actually walked away. There's a telling comment from him in the film that the final step in his life's journey is to step away from snooker and venture into the real world. But maybe the real world is a scary place. Maybe being anchored by a sport he is so good at provides a degree of security. If he isn't Ronnie O'Sullivan, the snooker player, then who is he? The figure who comes out of this film is that of an emotional man playing a sport where you have to repress your emotions. Millions place expectations on his shoulders every time he plays. If he falters, and he often does, it's a major story. There are no half measures with him. You can understand why at times it must have felt intolerable. And yet there's also a complete lack of joy from within him at what he's achieved, and this is hard to fathom for so many snooker fans who are captivated by the sport and by him. The end of the film is pretty downbeat. Ronnie back on the bed, telling his critics, though he doesn't identify who they are, that they can go and, well, expletive themselves. Perhaps at root, he's never thought he was good enough. Well, he's wrong. 
He's the best thing we've ever seen on a snooker table. If that hasn't given him as much pleasure as those who've witnessed it, it's likely due to quite complicated psychological factors linked to an unconventional upbringing, much of which happened in the public sphere. The Edge of Everything is a thoroughly engrossing and professional piece of work which goes some way to explaining the enigma that is Ronnie O'Sullivan. But maybe the truth is we don't want to fully understand him. We want to view him as somehow otherworldly. Once you know how a magic trick is done, it becomes mundane. We want to believe in magic, and in Ronnie O'Sullivan, that is what we see. Sports Social Podcast Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.